Hello, trail runners. I'm so happy to be back with you on this Friday. We're back with listener questions today, and today's question comes from Hillary. Hillary asks, I'm interested in starting Canicross with my lab mix, but I'm worried all of our loose leash training that we've done will be lost once I allow her to pull on our Canicross runs. It just seems contradictory to what we've been working towards on our walks. I totally understand, Hillary. Is this something you worry about too? Then you don't want to miss today's episode. Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Canicross Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Canicross. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Canicross and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. Before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick reminder that if you're new to Canicross and have questions, you can book a 30-minute Zoom call with me and we'll get all of your questions answered so you can get out on the trails in a safe and fun way with your pup. Just head on over to bit.ly forward slash Canicross Made Simple Coaching. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash Canicross Made Simple Coaching. Now back to today's question. So you put in all this work with your dog and they're finally mastering the loose leash walk. Except now you've heard about Canicross and of course it sounds amazing. But with Canicross, your dog is encouraged to pull, which is the opposite of what you've been trying to teach your dog. So what should you do? First, dogs are very smart creatures. They can understand a lot of things, including the difference of when they're supposed to pull for Canicross and when they're supposed to walk nicely at your side on your neighborhood walks. How do they know the difference? If you think about it, there are a lot of contextual clues involved that are different for each activity. First, you should have different equipment. With Canacross, there's specific Canacross equipment you should be using. A harness for your dog designed for Canacross, the bungee line, and your hip belt. You should use a different harness for your walks. For example, a regular walking harness and a different lead. Your dog will begin to understand that these different pieces of equipment represent different things. She or he will know when their Canacross harness goes on, it's time to work, and when you put on their walking harness, that this is more of a relaxed walk and not the time to pull. Dogs can very much learn to associate the difference of these two activities. Next are verbal cues. In Canacross, you'll have the commands that you use on your runs, such as let's go. This is the cue that it's time for your dog to begin moving forward and into the harness, that you're ready for them to put pressure on the harness and pull forward. You won't use this command, or whatever verbal cue you use on your Canacross runs while out on your casual walks. You most likely taught a verbal cue for loose leash walking already, such as with me or heel. So again, different contextual cues for different activities. It might be a good idea to reinforce your loose leash walking with some treats when you're first starting your Canacross adventure, just to reestablish a good foundation for your loose leash cue. And third, there are environmental cues. Most likely you're gonna be in two different places for each activity. With Canacross, you'll be out on the trails, of course, and with your more casual, loose leash walks, these will probably be closer to home, maybe around your neighborhood. Your dog will understand the difference in the two different locations and know which behavior goes with which location. So as you can see, Hillary, those are some pretty solid cues for your dog to know when it's okay to pull into the harness and when they should practice their loose leash walking. It's completely possible to successfully Canacross and have your dog still use their manners on your normal neighborhood walks. I hope that encourages you to give Canacross a try. It's such a fun sport to participate in with your dog. Thanks so much for taking the time to send in your question, Hillary. Don't forget to join our Facebook group at bit.ly forward slash learncanacross so you can post your questions to be answered on the show. Before you go, if today's episode helped clear up some of your confusion or frustration on your Canacross journey, 
please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review so together we can help others not only learn more about this amazing sport, but also help them to discover this podcast so they can find answers to some of the questions that come up when getting started. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. I look forward to connecting with you in our private Facebook community. Now get those tails on the trails, and until next time, bye for now. Still have questions? If you feel you need a little more one-on-one time, I'm now offering 30-minute coaching, aka strategy sessions, to give you more personalized attention. We'll hop on Zoom and clear up any confusion you're having with equipment, commands, getting your dog to pull, etc. If this sounds like something you need, please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll make it happen.